On the Record with White House Correspondent April Ryan. I'm April Ryan. On today's show, we're talking to feminist activist, the great icon Gloria Steinem. This is On the Record. Gloria, for a time such as this, where are we? I mean, we're hearing women cry out and come out and want justice uh, in the workplace, in entertainment. Where are we at this moment, in your opinion? We've reached a sea change in public opinion. I, of course, remember when there wasn't even a word for sexual harassment. That didn't happen until the 70s when a group of women who had been having summer jobs met at Cornell University and they were trying to describe what happened to them at those jobs and the term sexual harassment got coined. Then that's why Ms. Magazine did a cover story on sexual harassment, which incidentally was banned in supermarkets because we were writing about sexual harassment. Um, Then Catherine McKinnon, a great legal mind, uh, incorporated sexual harassment into sex discrimination law. Then three women, all black women, since this sexual harassment, you know, clearly um, happens to women and some men too who have less power in the culture than people with more power. Three black women brought pioneering lawsuits, two against the government and one against the bank, for sexual discrimination. Then Anita Hill made clear that it was a phrase and a crime and educated the nation in spite of the fact that she was very badly treated by the Senate Judiciary Committee. And in fact, there were other women who had been sexually harassed by uh, Clarence Thomas, who they did not call. So, you know, that's where we started. So you can see that now that it is a majority consciousness and that for the, what's different is both the, the majority consciousness and that women are, and men, when it happens to men too, are being believed. Because up to now, it has taken more than one complaint against the same person, and frequently it still does, for anyone to be believed. So today we are seeing um, Congressman John Conyers retire and endorse his son after these harassment allegations. But you still have Fahrenheit, you still have Franken, and you have a possibility of Roy Moore coming to Capitol Hill. And then you have the President of the United States who is trying to say that the tape that he was on with Billy Bush was fake, it wasn't him. Um, and he's also um, calling the women that accuse him lying. But you know, the, the, people, the people who heard him say those words have come forward. There was an op-ed in the New York Times and said they, that about seven people heard him say those words. To include so Bush, it to is include really Bush. not, it is, yeah, exactly. It is not a, a fake tape. You know, it, it's important to di- differentiate among these uh, acts because they are different in, in kind and, and nature, you know, so, <laughs> and and also, there's a difference in the way the person behaves afterwards. I mean, the, the worst of them, um, 
accuse their accuser and punish their accuser the 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 best of them apologize and change so you know we need to look at the um and be aware of course of all the differentials within these situations do you think the pressure is building for franken and fahrenheit to possibly step aside and also for the president in light of uh, the allegations against him the 12 plus 14 plus against him uh, obviously, you know, I, I, I know less about the first two cases, so, I, you know, I really don't know enough to comment about those two. Uh, I, of course, only know what's been in the press uh, uh, about Trump, but a great deal has been in the press. And actually, if the whole series of tapes that were made while he was making his television shows came forward, it's, we need to press MGM to release those tapes because those tapes are apparently full of profoundly sexist comments also racist and anti-Semitic so by by sheer quantity uh, of evidence even so far we have a harasser in chief and lastly this was supposed to be the year of the woman but it's turned out to be the year of the woman in a very different way. What hope do we have um, as women uh, to move forward, empowered, and and, and, and and trying to take positions of power in the midst of all of this and, and, and a defeat in 2016? You know, we, we have a huge amount of hope. One of the advantages of being old, I've discovered, is that you remember when it was way worse. So you can see the arc of progress and therefore have faith of continued progress in the future. You do realize that this is slow because it is a deep cultural change. We're talking about uprooting patriarchy. And patriarchy is by definition the control of women's bodies in order to control reproduction. And that means dominating sexuality, controlling women's bodies. So we are getting out of patriarchy and into democracy at last. It's going to be deep and slow, but it is happening. And I am heartened by this um, national wave of consciousness and women speaking out and some men too who have never spoken out before and also I hope we're seeing that it is about power not about sex so that um, it happens to women in less powerful positions also look at the sexual abuse in prison which is rampant there men who are not otherwise uh, gay themselves and may even be homophobic in the rest of their lives sexually abuse uh, in the absence of women they sexually abuse younger and weaker men so you know we, we are understanding I hope that the whole idea of masculine and feminine the whole idea of gender which is about dominance and submission is the opposite of the truth which is that we are all unique human beings with equal value we're in all kinds of ways we're beginning to get rid of gender roles and to see the depths of racial roles and begin to 
deal on it more honestly with them, too. This is On the Record. I'm April Ryan, and we're so happy to have Gloria Steinem on the show today. Gloria, is there anything else you'd like to say? We just need to get out of our case of the shirts, you know, because <laughs> we have a feeling that somehow there's a hierarchy of actions, and we say, what should we do? It's, it's much better, as we can see in this contagion of activism now, if we just say, I'm going to do everything I can. We just get up in the morning and say, I'm going to do everything I can, whether it seems minor or it seems so major as to not be possible, I'm going to do everything I can. And, and with that, is everything I can leading into 2018 and 2020 going to the polls and exercising your privilege to, to vote, particularly for women um, who, white women, who overwhelmingly voted for uh, Donald Trump for president? Well, I would like to add it was married white women who voted in the majority. Uh, it was 51% of married white women, which means that they, I don't mean to oversimplify, but they probably were voting their, for their husband's interests because they're dependent economically and socially on their husband's identity. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's significant that um, unmarried white women did not vote in the majority for Trump. And, of course, 95% of black women voted for Hillary Clinton and against Trump. Uh, and black women are much more likely to have had to be independent and therefore uh, to well understand what their own interests are. I, it, it always makes me think of the great Harriet Tubman who said when she was praised for making raids into the South and dark of night and, and helping to liberate hundreds and hundreds of slaves. She always said, I could have liberated many more if only they knew they were slaves. So, you know, we must remember that it is about consciousness. And I am in no way equating marriage <laughs> with that situation, but if you see what I mean, it's about there's hope in the fact that 49% even of married white women didn't vote, did at least vote their own interests. With that, I thank you so much, Gloria. I thank you for your wisdom, um, for telling us about the sea change and, and, and your view of the arc of history over these um, decades. And I thank you again for, for the tremendous She Persisted honor the other night and the hug that I received from my icon, my hero. Thank you. I thank you because everything, you know, nothing replaces, nothing on earth replaces trust. And your listeners know you and they trust you. And that means that you are reaching people no one else could reach. And I thank you for that. A few weeks ago, I had the great pleasure of meeting Gloria Steinem along with Jane Fonda in New York City as they awarded me with the She Persisted Award. It was an experience of a lifetime. And just to be able to talk to Gloria Steinem and listen to her wisdom, it's awesome. You know, I'm April Ryan and this is On the Record.
Don't forget to subscribe to On The Record on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or any other podcast directory. If you like what you hear, leave a five-star review. On The Record, a product of American Urban Radio Networks.